Guys, thanks for joining our Twitter space with Jackal today. Uh, they're a decentralized uh, storage solution uh, on chain here, and they're going to tell us about how uh, we're going to talk about how we're working together um, to give you guys another option for um, data storage. So um, let's go and hear from the Jackal team real quick. Um, welcome, guys. Thanks for joining. I really appreciate you having us on. It's been uh, it's been a great journey working with your team, working with uh, Ruan and Jorge and all the guys. But uh, it's really great to be here. And yeah, that's it for me. I'll pass it on to Jaden. Nice to uh, to hear everybody's voices. Always great to be here with the Stargaze team. And uh, thanks for having us. We're definitely excited and uh, looking forward to uh, to getting into it and chatting with you guys. Great. Yeah. Could you uh, guys tell us um, who you are, like um, how Jackal came to be? Yeah, 100%. So uh, my name is Patrick. I'm one of the co-founders of the Jackal Protocol, and I am the CEO of Jackal Labs, where we build blockchains, right? Um, so essentially how we got to the point of why we wanted to build Jackal is, is I've told the story a few times, but we were building an e-discovery tool for courts, actually, originally for digital evidence. and then one thing leads to another, and then we needed on-chain permissions for that storage because it wasn't really something that was offered uh, in the current uh, ecosystem. So uh, we ended up building a public cloud where we have a bunch of storage providers all over the world that give the ability for end users to store data and use blockchain permissions. So you're the only person in the entire world that has access to those files. Uh, at the end of the day, uh, when you want to kind of distill it down, as much as possible. What we really have is a decentralized kind of like Dropbox solution, really, where you uh, drop your files in, they're stored, they're secured. And we think it's, it's great for all kinds of use cases, whether it be NFTs, video files, documents, publishing, white papers, and things along those lines. So uh, it took us a while to get to this point. We've been building for about two years now, and we launched a few months ago, and we're looking to integrate with as many cool and unique products as possible, one of which being Stargaze itself. But uh, that's kind of the, the story behind Jackal and uh, Jaden as well. He's our director of growth, so he's been working really hard to try to uh, reach out to different teams and uh, get involved with as many projects in the Cosmos ecosystem as possible. Great, thanks. And I see you guys uh, already have some bad kids as your profile pictures, so you're already getting involved with Stargaze here. I know. I couldn't help myself, actually. I, I, I saw the Bad Kids collection and uh, I, I thought, what's a better way to get as deeply entrenched in the Cosmos ecosystem as possible rather than me and uh, me and Jaden sport a few Bad Kids and we're off to the races. <laughs> I haven't heard too many people uh, praise peer pressure before, but this is one of those examples where it worked out in my favor, where I had Patrick just blowing me up to get on the wagon. And uh, eventually, uh, eventually he got me there. Well, I'm glad you guys uh, joined us uh, with the PFP game. 
Uh, so it sounds like Jackal was almost, um, I don't want to say like an accident, but it was kind of like a natural progression of what you guys were doing. And it seemed like, uh, like the reasonable outcome. Yeah, it's a, it's been a really long road, actually, believe it or not. So we, we started, uh, we started building on Polygon originally, actually it was, uh, this was back in 2021. We were building this tool on Polygon and then we needed the storage layer. So our, our initial idea was, okay. Let's uh, let's use secret network for secret uh, just permissions, so you can have programmable privacy. And then we were going to use Filecoin as cold storage and build a little peer-to-peer network in between to kind of have some speed and some utility to it. But um, it just kind of naturally progressed down the I guess that's the app chain thesis, right? The horizontal scalability. So it just progressed until we got to the point where we actually had to launch our own chain to kind of make streamline a few things and really build a, a blockchain purpose built for the use case of storing lots of data. And uh, that's kind of where, where we are right now. And we, we built it out and it's, a, it's really been great talking with Jorge and the guys over at Stargaze because we built some actual tooling specific for, for the use case of, of what you guys got going on. And it's, it's exciting times. And I think it's important to just decentralize the infrastructure layer as much as possible, have as much redundancy as possible, make sure no NFTs get lost is a big one that you want to make sure that that's always safe. So it's a, I think it's a match made in heaven at the end of the day uh, for kind of where we, where we started and how we've gotten here. And there's all kinds of use cases that we're working on, but I think the first perfect market for a solution like this is really NFT marketplaces because the amount of off-chain data that you guys have to store um, to kind of make it uh, make it functional and provide the best user experience, uh, the best user experience possible as well. Yeah, awesome, great. That's uh, that's a great segue into um, what yeah you are building for Stargate specifically and uh, how you think it'll help us. Yeah, one hundred percent. So we originally reached out to Stargate because uh, at the end of the day, we know that you guys have a lot of PFPs that you have to store, right? And the what we decided to build is, is there's a number of different ways that we could integrate and we tried to figure out what was the easiest way to integrate and what's like the, the beachhead and the path of least resistance to get you guys onboarded. So um, I, I don't want to speak to your, your infrastructure too much because uh, you guys could share it a lot better than I could. But um, pretty much the way that you guys were operating is you had like this cluster for our IPFS pinning to make sure that you guys have really fast speeds um, when it comes to retrieval of, of data and making sure that uh, you guys are doing like a terabyte of bandwidth a day, I believe <laughs> uh, it was the last thing that you guys told us. But uh, so pretty much you're pinning the IPFS and you have this cluster of, I, I wanna say nodes that are running uh, on, on Azure to give the best user experience possible. And what we thought would be a really great use case is to, in case anything ever happened to that Azure cluster, you have a really, really secure backup of all that data as like the first step. Obviously, we can start to uh, we can start to speculate about what the art of the possible is and, and go down the rabbit hole of, of what could be next, where you have the ability to do smart contract-based stuff where you can have account abstraction or interchain accounts, or we could use XLR GMP to kind of have um, tokenized gating for, for different files or things like that. So I think this is the first step. It's first things first, let's make sure that we can integrate properly and, and secure all the data and make sure that it's safe and you have as much redundancy as possible. But then step two is trying to see where, uh, how deep does the rabbit hole go and, and what we can do for communities, what can we do for uh, different DAOs and organizations that want to use token gating or ticketing or, or no matter what it might be, we just want to make sure that we provide as much utility 
as possible. And uh, yeah, it's it, that's kind of where our heads have. I know uh, Jorge is here, so I'd, I'd love to hear about what your thoughts are because I know you're the redundancy guy as well. So uh, kind of uh, what your what the what the hardest part about storing data in Web three is, and I actually love to hear your thoughts on that as well. Yeah. Okay, guys. Um, yeah. Nice to 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 have this space. Um, yeah, it's been a challenge to um, manage the IPFS infrastructure from from our side. Like over a year, we we have been iterating with different solutions. We started with uh, using like Pinata, like having our own paid service, like a gateway, custom gateway. Um, then um, it becomes really difficult when you want fast access to IPFS files. Uh, for example, you are retrieving metadata, you, you need to index like the NFTs, read the metadata, then read the content, and then you have to resize images to make like the, the site more uh, optimal, like to, to load fast. Uh, but then uh, we always have like a, where files are missing or just we weren't able to retrieve the files or it takes time to retrieve it or to sync. then we start to iterate and adding or on uh, IPFS cluster with we have like a, a redundancy into different regions where we pin all the collections that are in Sargase. Uh, so like uh, we have always access to to the data but then uh, all that comes to to us because we are even though like creators or the artists have had their own accounts on Pinata or NFT storage, um, there's like a this duplicate cost of because we are also running that infra and, and essentially just duplicating the data and, and paying for adjusting or to have like this fast access to IPFS. Um, and this is where I think like something like Jackal can uh, could be useful because then you can make, for example, integrations with the Stargate Studio or uh, to create a collection and store on Jackal where um, instead of paying like Piñata or NFT storage, you're paying Jackal to hold to to have your files and, and we can just like in, be sure like the data is available and just have like gateways to that data. Yeah, no, it, it seems like a perfect use case. I, I know Jaden probably has a few things to say as well, but it's 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 a perfect use case to just have verifiable proofs that the data still exists on chain, and I know that the, it's it's the kind of the the reason why we built this in the first place as well, right? Is we wanted verifiable proofs for digital evidence and and ownership and things on those lines, and it was really interesting to see that that was your guys' needs, and and um, it just kind of seems like a, a perfect use case, and it's just a really great benefit that we're both in the Cosmos ecosystem on the same tech stack as well. So the integrations can, uh, you can use API or JavaScript libraries or even uh, account extraction or um, entertain accounts as we continue to build out the protocol as well. But Jaden, what are you thinking? Yeah, I think what, what Jorge said a little bit earlier about um, just specific and potential use cases and Pat, what you've been saying about the art of the possible, that's been the most exciting thing for me as uh, as the growth guy for Jackal is, um, we get to have conversation, like data storage is being done and was done before Jackal came along. Um, so the cool thing is, is we've built out a, a really solid infrastructure right now, but the best part of our day-to-day -day is getting to talk with 
guys like Jorge at Stargaze and people doing really exciting things and using storage in potentially novel or unique ways. Um, we get to have conversations with them, learn about their workflow, learn about what's important to them, go back to the drawing board and build those things. So that's, that's uh, probably the most exciting thing for me personally is just being able to look at these interactions and relationships as an opportunity for us to grow alongside uh, the people that we're partnering with. Um, and that's, you know, as somebody who's newer to the Web3 space, um, everybody working together and the level of camaraderie is, uh, is spectacular for sure. And, and I love seeing it every day. It's, it's definitely never a dull moment, but yeah, it's, uh, I'm actually curious to kind of uh, turn the tables on you guys a little bit. I know this is the introduction to Jaffa space, but I kind of want to hear about your guys in the NFT space in general and how you've been so successful and why do you think that Stargaze is just so popular amongst creators? I'm just honestly curious about your guys' story and how you got to this point where it's a dominant kind of cornerstone and staple in the Cosmos ecosystem. Yeah, sure. Um, you know, uh, Stargaze was really the the first place that allowed um, people in the Cosmos to easily uh, create NFT collections. So, you know, we did have the first mover advantage, um, and um, and we launched at the at, at the right time, right? Um, and with that, there are a lot of NFT projects that were looking for places to to launch. You know. Um, Ethereum, uh, Polygon, Solana was saturated. Uh, and so they, they came here. Um, and, you know, honestly, we've just kept on delivering and building uh, new features that creators want. Um, we just kind of listen to the community um, where uh, we're still like very open to what people want to build, different creators, and uh, we'll build that for them. So similar to like this uh, data storage solution, like, you know, IPFS is one thing, but we want to have uh, options for different creators. Uh, it, it, it makes total sense. It makes total sense. Do you think there's um because the, the the cool thing is the way that we we can tailor stuff for you guys specifically and, and how it's I guess it's just the opt-in opt-in thesis a little bit of having the interoperability so clean. It, it's what do you guys see in, in the future and, and what's kind of coming down the pipe and where you guys is planning to make sure you don't lose any momentum and, and continue to absolutely crush is is what, what kind of features are you guys looking to release as, as we can kind of think about what's, what's the art of the possible and what's next for us as we position ourselves in the space as well? Yeah, uh, you know, uh, NFT Fi is really big and uh, one of the big new features that we're looking to launch um, are infinity pools, um, which is, you know, similar to, um, to PseudoSwap where you could create pools of uh, NFTs against each other. Uh, also, you know, um, like you guys expanding to other chains uh, in Cosmos, we'll do something similar with outposts. Um, so you'll be able to um, um, instantly, you know, mint or buy an NFT with uh, from another chain and uh, have it sent back to that other chain. Um, on top of that, you know, we're also looking at different ways to um, for, for creators to create with their minters. Uh, like we just released the Open Edition um, relatively recently. Live auctions came up, um, and we're also working with uh, Fairblock to do a sealed bid auction. And I also know like Dutch auctions are are very popular, and uh, that that will be coming soon as well. Um, so yeah, just giving people, uh, giving creators and sellers options in how they make and sell their work. 
that's that's really cool and it's kind of where we've been seeing ourselves as well because we're 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 more of a b2b product right and it's trying to get as much data on the system as possible so it's a lot of outreach to nft marketplaces but your outpost model is kind of where our heads at as well for kind of having the ability for other chains to interact with your product protocol natively where they are instead of them having to come to you it's a smart move and i'm really excited to see that play out as well yeah me too um, so, so you guys, you, your, your product is going to be mainly as a, like a redundancy, right? As a backup initially, um, to IPFS. Yeah. So initially that's kind of the plan is we want to get all the data on the jet. We'll make sure it's stable, make sure everything is comfortable and you guys are comfortable with, with the protocol. Uh, that's kind of step one, right? Step two is in the way that we're going to do that, I think that's important to kind of share as well, is we built something actually uh, purpose built for, for the Stargaze team because we want to have the ability to use an API to scrape from IPFS and then transfer it onto Jackal. So that's kind of the, the phase one is, is do that kind of stuff. And, and phase two in, in our brain is, is start to integrate as much as possible with your creator studio and the, the Stargaze studio that you have for um, end users to start building collections and get integrated um, lower down in, in the tech stack and sorry, further up the tech stack, kind of where to where the users are in the first place and get them the ability to use Jackal alongside of things like a pinata or an Ethereum or depending on uh, what their data store solution is preferred right now and, and see if they are interested in kind of bridging over to Jackal for a number of different reasons, right? Is you can have a Jackal account with your Kepler wallet. You can have smart contracts that have Jackal account. And we have the programmability of the storage layer is pretty special. Um, and, and that's kind of where, where our, our thought process is right now. But uh, step one is, is get all the data on the Jackal through this API. And uh, step two is try to see as uh, how deep the rabbit hole goes on integrations, right? It's a, uh, we can do a lot of fun stuff um, with token gating, or we can do a lot of fun stuff with um, uh, e even private NFTs is another thing um, is, is something that we've been looking at a little bit as well, where you can have unlockable features and, and stuff down that road. But yeah, it, it's, it's just making sure that we can have as good of an integration as possible and continue to integrate with different things. Yeah. Awesome. Um... Uh, so what? So it um, so it sounds like uh, Stargaze creators will be able to kind of get the the benefit of redundancy kind of off the bat, right? As soon as they create a collection, um, it'll scrape it'll, that the API will scrape the data and kind of uh, mirror it to Jackal. And then phase two is almost like selecting what uh, what storage solution that they want to use. Yeah, that's kind of where my head's at. I mean, Jorge, you might have a different idea and just want to make sure that, uh, that yeah. I'm covering everything with you because you're the person that's integrating it, of course. But, yeah, I think uh, that's... That's kind of where my head's at. Yeah, that's, I think that that's uh, accurate. Like, um, the initial idea is, like, um, you know, like with IPFS, um, there is always this thing, like, uh, if no one is spinning the content, it can just disappear forever. Um so the initial idea is just kind of like backup uh, collections on, on, on Stargaze. Like, um, so the content is uh, uh, has like a long-term uh, store solution uh, that uh, anyone can just retrieve that content. Um, and yeah, phase two will be like add the integration to Stargaze Studio uh, uh, for being able like, today they just built like the, their keys to block content to Pinata or uh, NFT storage. And they will do the same for 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 Yakal. They will be paying with uh, uh, for 
the storage on Jekyll. Um, and 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 we will use that uh, uh, to retrieve or index like NFTs and and, and the content. And I think like uh, uh, going a little bit like further would be nice to have the like the interchain accounts or some other mechanic where uh, the creators can just interact directly uh, on on Stargate to pay for the, the the storage and everything will be kind of like transparent for for them. They won't need to worry about. Uh, how all that works, but to ensure, like, for example, you, you pay for X amount of years uh, to store that content. Yeah, 100%. It, it makes sense, right? And uh, obviously, and it also makes sense why you guys have uh, have to kind of backstop that from the community as well, because in the event that uh, a credit card just gets uh, expires or something along those lines, for the creators that are coming to the NFT marketplace and they or if they forget to renew their account with a pinata or an infiora, for example, to pin the NFTs. It's uh, it, it's good for you guys to kind of backstop that as well, because uh, imagine the horror <laughs> if someone was to kind of roll up to their NFT one day and it just disappears, that'd be, that'd be heartbreaking. So it's, it's really smart that you guys have been doing that before. And I'm really, we're really excited to make sure that we can kind of protect the NFTs in, in perpetuity as well. It's, uh, it's really exciting stuff and it's really fun stuff, but um, it's it's great to see the the steps from a security posture side of things uh, around the actual NFT itself, and I think it's really wise from you guys, and we're excited to be be a part of it. At the end of the day, it's uh, this is kind of a really technical and nerdy talk, but I hope that everyone in the audience can nerd out with us a little bit on this as well. Yeah, it's a fun chat. Um... Uh, I guess I have another question. Um, you know, we've had a couple of requests in the past as well to um, to support something like uh, like Airweave. Um, how does Jackal compare to a service like that? It's a really good question. So between Jackal, Filecoin, Airweave, and Storage, we all kind of do the same thing, but very, very different approaches. So... Let's start with Airweave because that's the one that you, you mentioned there. Airweave does perpetual data storage. So what they do is you pay once and it stores forever. And that's really great. Um, but the, the thing with that is it can get really, really expensive on the end user um, because you're paying per transaction. Um, it, it, gets, it gets really expensive really quick. And there's some solutions um, to get around that where people have started to build something like Bundler where they start to uh, push a bunch of transactions together. Um, but that kind of introduces a little piece of centralization a little bit. And, uh, and what, what they're really good at, they're kind of great for really large data sets, um, whether it's kind of um, libraries and things on those lines where they want to store data forever on chain. Um, the downsides of, of ARV is, is kind of the, the pricing mechanism that they have there is number one and number two would be the uh, kind of like the speeds is the other thing where they're kind of more focused on archiving and things on those lines rather than an active hot storage cloud environment so they're really great at what they do but um, for something where you want a hot storage environment it's not really the not really the thing um, filecoin on the other hand it's, it's very similar to arweave it's uh, they're both proof of work blockchains so that's kind of how they they operate but um Filecoin's awesome for cold storage again, where you kind of want uh, data stored for a really long time and it can take you about 24 hours to get your files back. So it's more of archiving solutions. Um, so that's kind of what, what they do. 
Jacko's a little bit different where we, uh, you guys said that you had kind of a first movers advantage. We have a little bit of a last movers advantage, as we like to call it, where uh, we have a proof of stake blockchain. So Jacko is really, really fast when it comes to changing permissions and, uh, and kind of uploading data and downloading data. Um, so that's kind of the, the benefits that we have there. Uh, Jacko also took a unique route on pricing. So the way that we actually price um, for Jackal is per terabyte per month basis where the chain um, grants users a storage account where we kind of have a storage module that manages all that good stuff. So pretty much is the way that we go for $8 a month per terabyte, which is uh, much cheaper than, than a lot of things on the market, especially in the hot storage realm. Um, and especially when you start to compare to IPFS pending services where it gets really expensive um, down that route. But um, Jackal is built for hot storage. Um, it's a proof of stake blockchain, so it's extremely fast. We have uh, the benefits that we all know about the, the Cosmos SDK and IBC and all that stuff. So we can integrate with any blockchain um, natively on chain, which is something that is extremely competitive where we can have smart contracts with storage accounts. We can um, use IBC or Axelar GMP for someone to use Jackal on directly on Stargaze or directly on Archway or Juno or uh, Neutron. Or uh, with GMP, we could even um, go further where we can start looking at EVM blockchains, um, Solana and all that good stuff, uh, where you can call a contract on Jackal using general message passing, which is, this is starting to, what we're trying to position it as is kind of like the, uh, the storage layer for network states a little bit, right? Where you kind of have smart contracts and you have ownership and control and permissions. And, uh, and speed and privacy as well, where we layer encryption on the blockchain. So it's uh, kind of the difference between the three is one's kind of built for a cold storage archiving environment, and the other one's kind of built for a hot storage speed environment, and the pricing's a little bit different. But we all kind of do different things, but we all store data at the end of the day, right? Right, yeah, and it seems like uh, for us, we want something very fast, and that's something you guys can uh, give. and. And we also want something lower cost, and uh, you, you're able to uh, produce that as well. Yeah, eight dollars a month per terabyte. It doesn't uh, no no data egress and aggress because I know that you guys probably have around a terabyte a day of uh, just bandwidth. So uh, you need to make sure that we can give some love for that as well. But yeah, that's that's kind of what we're built for. Is we're built to be dynamic. We're built to be um, efficient. Number one, and we just really want to be as interoperable and really tailored to the use case that you guys have and. We're, we're trying our best, and I hope Jorge thinks so, because we're, uh, we're, we're doing our best to make sure that we give the, the best experience, the best integration possible, and at the same time, secure everyone's NFTs to uh, keep our bad kids, bad kids safe at the end of the day is what we want to do. Yeah, I would say, like, uh, you guys have been uh, great like, in supporting our, our needs, and also, like, uh, I, it's really great to have the, uh, all the support from your team. I'm curious about the, I was checking like you may have or will have like Quasan contracts. Um, is that just a specific for like core themes or you, you, you plan or have like a roadmap for what other types of integrations you can do with contracts and, and, and Yakal? Uh, is it about like how you can grant permissions or build more stuff and on top of Yakal? Yeah, so so right now our our 
contracts are kind of being built out for the use cases of IBC and mm -hmm. for the use cases of actual GMP. So it, it's more for people to build on top of other chains, but have the ability to interact with a contract on Jackal is, is the, the idea right now, because it's, uh, that's not really our space, right? We're not really going to compete head to head with a Juno or a Archway or, or a Neutron, for example. It's uh, they do really good what they do and you guys do amazing with nfts so we kind of want to make sure that we can come to you rather than you come to us but um the the reason why we have the the contracts is primarily right now they're being the bindings are being built out for um ibc so interchain accounts um, we want account abstraction as well so um, for example instead of using an api you can throw um, files at a smart contract that kind of takes in the file but it maybe takes a transaction to get the file out for example and get really creative um with the ability for smart contracts to have their own storage account it's uh I, we don't really know what the what the killer use case will be at that point but uh the possibility to get really endless once you have a programmability at that level for permissions where um you can have a smart contract that can trigger an event where it grants access to another user for a specific file or a specific folder um the the possibilities are really endless and uh, it can transcend Web3, we can think about things in supply chain. I think the data rooms uh, for mergers and acquisitions, and uh, we can continue to go down that road. But um, yeah, it, it's we, we need to have smart contracts for a number of different use cases, but it's not to be a, like a generic smart contract blockchain, if that, if that answers the question. Yeah, it makes sense. 100%. Jaden, what are you thinking over there, man? <laughs> Just been sitting back and enjoying the, uh, the conversation that you guys have been having. Don't, don't know if I have too much to add other than the fact that uh, I think Patrick said it best. I think the future for Jackal is getting in a room with companies like Stargaze and projects like Stargaze and, and, and understanding how they envision using data storage, figuring out what capabilities we can build out that will allow Stargaze and other companies who partner with us to do their jobs better, to, to give their users a better experience. Um, and to continue to push forward. So I think that, uh, that that's, uh, that's the interesting part is, is just maintaining that curiosity. And I think that that's something that, uh, that you can never really lose in this space just because everything is changing so quickly. Um, as, soon as, you, uh, as soon as you lose that curiosity, I think you're in, uh, you're in bad shape, but luckily we're working with some pretty cool people. Yeah, thanks a lot. Um... Yeah, guys, if we have any questions, uh, speaking out from the audience about data storage, uh, Jackal, please uh, request to speak and we'll, we'll get you guys up here. Uh, and, you know, we've been talking about everything that's going to happen. Uh, you know, question for, uh, for Jorge and Patrick here is, I guess, when, right? When, when can we first start seeing Jackal usage on Stargaze? Good question. Um, so right now we we've kind of we built out the the API to scrape IPFS and get everything onto Jackal. So that's kind of phase one. Um, the the thing is is that the user really won't notice um, that for the initial kind of beachhead idea of having like a, a backup service. Uh, the end user is not going to realize that you can know that your data is secured on Jackal. But uh, for, from that side of things, from integration side, I know um, Jorge has a lot on his plate, and I know Ruan has a lot on his plate as well. So it's uh, it's it's really the balls in your guys' court for integrations and us working together to make sure that everything is perfect. Okay, beautiful. Yeah, I'm sure we'll we'll get to it uh, very very soon. 
Um, we've got a we've got a question here from uh, Code Serial. Uh, can you guys hear me? Sure can. Okay. Hey, yeah. yeah. All right. How's it going, everybody? Um, so I, I'm aware of that you guys are going more of the hot storage uh, route, but wasn't there? Uh, I, I don't have a lot of uh, signal where I'm at right now, and I would I would I would have looked it up myself. Isn't there a, an app coming out that would allow for permanent storage? And does that compete with Arweave and the likes of Filecoin? Yeah. So the, the permanent storage that we have going out, we called it um, we called it Radiant, and it's kind of a, more of a permanent storage and publishing. So you can do permanent storage on Jackal. Um, it would be a little. It's better for its speeds of accessing it, and uh, a little bit better on that sense. So that would be kind of more in the Arweave domain, but from a performance standpoint, it's a little bit different, and serves a little bit of a different use case. Um, from a pricing standpoint, Jackal is cheaper than Arweave if you plan on storing for more than fifty years. If you don't care about the performance and the privacy and that kind of stuff, so yeah, Radiant would compete a little bit on the Arweave front. Yeah. Okay, great. Thanks. Uh, thanks for the question. Um, do we have any more questions from the community for for Jackal or Stargaze and how data storage is going to be working? A little, a little quiet bunch today. It's, uh, it's because it's a Tuesday. <laughs> Everyone just got to work. It's a long weekend. You got, you guys in Canada, right? Yeah, where can they, can you hear the accent? <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe a little bit. Yeah, we're, we're Canadian based. So uh, I'm in Ottawa, James in St. Catharines, uh, Marston. I don't know if he's, he's listening, but uh, yeah, he's listening. Uh, he's, he's in Waterloo. He actually moved from Ottawa to Waterloo. He left me here all by my lonesome. But yeah, we're, uh, most of us are in Canada. We have some guys in Iowa. Um, we have uh, someone in Vancouver, Toronto. And uh, one person moved to Vietnam, actually. So we have one guy in Vietnam. We're, we're decentralized, as we like to say, right? Yeah, yeah you guys are all over. Um, all right, guys. Um, is there anything else that uh, we'd like to, to chat about here? Um, did I miss anything? Or, uh, Jorge, is there anything that uh, um, you think is important to bring up? No, I just, you know, like, uh, just looking forward to um, start uh, adding some options and, and what can come up next. So very excited about it. Awesome. Yeah. And I also encourage everyone um, to, to check out Jackal and to speak with the team. They're like very responsive, um, great to work with. And they, they want to build stuff for us. And one of the best ways to do that is to hear from you guys. So um, I see a bunch of creators in here. So um, chat with us or chat with Jackal on uh, what you'd like to see. 100%. Tell us what you want is, is what we, uh, and we'll, we'll see how, how quickly we can fulfill because we want to build as many tools on top of this protocol as possible. At the end of the day, we built a, we built a really fun infrastructure and it's great at what it does, but we need uh, to build products on top of it and different applications and integrations. And we don't know what to build unless we get great feedback. So if, you, if you're interested, we'd love to have anyone in our Discord and ask questions or suggest anything and we can do our best to make sure that we can fulfill. But uh, trying to think if I uh, I forgot anything. Oh, we have one person in Nigeria. I actually had to. Uh, we have Joseph as well, so we need to make sure we add that. But uh, yeah, end of the day, I really appreciate being here. Thanks for having us, guys. 
Yeah, you guys are all over the world in different time zones. Yeah, I see I see a bunch of great builders in here, you know. Uh Mr. T, Jason, Risby, Atlas Dow. Um I know you guys can probably um use some uh some info on uh, data storage, so please reach out to us or uh, Jackal here. Yeah, our DMs are always open for those conversations and we'd love to have as many of them as possible. Awesome. Thanks a lot. Thanks everyone for joining and uh, have a great rest of the day. Um, We'll chat with you guys later. Take care, guys. Thanks for having us. Take it easy, bro. Motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of trash is under the dirt We rape and plunder the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and plate Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Motherfuckers walking around here looking faceless Trying to make a living selling friendship bracelets Dead ends dragging out the max amount of payments Red down days Got them acting all bankless Yo fam, what? Check these token knocks They probing this bear Flexing broken honest I had to lay my soul down I'm just roasting honest And then to end a long day Eleven bowls of chronic Never known the politic I was born to frolic It's been my policy To pollinate all over the plot We got a lot of apologists Jumping in at the top We like to measure their velocity Before they hit rock bottom Over impossible loss It's all moss And I'm liking the odds Fondue in the morning Forming mycological bonds Click the cap, yo the world is highly involved Flip a coin, diary falls Motherfuckers screaming out loud Looking for mercy Before they find themselves Working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first Before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures Under the dirt We rape and plunder the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy While the thunder is served Trying to figure out The max amount of dinner They stacked in non-toxic Just to get a better place Smacking on the hot Stage. Like the shit is play for keeps clowns white knight and all these Maybellines They call it implausible when model after model keeps on Ripping off the coat and going full throttle eats Tearing apart your community All these low hanging fruits bearing zero liquidity Got a planet in reach coming standard to each I'm on the back ten stargazing after the siege Commanding all the management to grab a few seats And then we'll round up the beasts and send a messenger east Y'all better sign a release when I'm bumping these beats Hands up if I got motherfuckers drumming the street Yo, we got a few dubs, we got a couple defeats And if you're coming for the king, you better have some of each Motherfuckers fuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt We rape and plunder the earth Say and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Thank <laughs> you.